Hey there guys and welcome back to the Travis and Damien podcast episode 5. We are available on anchor.fm slash Travis Damien podcast along with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and many more. Today we're just going to dive into the news and talk about our recent activities. So first piece of news is that dance can't be copyrighted, government tells Carlton. So this is a update around that whole Fortnite dance thing and the government uh, pretty much or uh, a supervisor or whatever said the combination of these three dance steps is a simple routine that is not registrable as a choreographic work yeah so i mean that's kind of what i thought was gonna happen anyway like i don't know i just feel like i mean you could copyright a dance if it's like a whole thing right like if it's like mm-hmm. a, yeah it's but you can't just copyright like a simple like like move i guess you know or like they say routine so that's why I kind of knew like this wasn't gonna go through anyway, and it's probably why we haven't heard anything about these like copyright claims like at all after they were like issued in like December, because mm-hmm. it just didn't go anywhere because you can't really do anything about it. So uh, yeah, that, that basically like gives Epic like okay, we could just like <laughs> we could just do whatever because it doesn't really matter. It's not like, like they're, they're doing like a whole dance like thing, you know? Like they're just doing like a simple little thing. So yeah. It's not it's not elaborate. Yeah, and like, you know, a lot of games like use these dances like TF two and Destiny and probably League of Legends. Like they probably use like references to like other shows and their dance routines. So yeah, like that just trying to sue Epic for it just seems like they just want the money because Epic I mean uh, Fortnite was very popular. So yeah. I don't know. I, I knew it wasn't gonna lead to anything. So I, I'm happy that, like, you know, it got shut down because that could be a really slippery slope to go to that actually, like, turned out you could copyright that. So I'm glad it, like, fell through. Yeah, definitely. Because it <laughs> definitely would have been a very interesting situation Epic Games would have been in. Yeah, exactly. All right. So we got more bad news about the whole Marvel shows on Netflix. Uh, Jessica Jones and The Punisher are now canceled. But season three of Jessica Jones will still be airing, so that that's good. So hopefully they like wrap it up. Maybe I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully they like wrote it in advance. Like they kind of knew already. So hopefully it reflects that in the ending. But yeah, I, is is that all the Marvel shows now? Are they all gone? Yes, like, they are all gone. Unfortunately. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, we kind of all knew this was coming. Like you know, when all of them were getting chopped up one by one, like it was a matter of time before the rest of them were just gone. So, uh, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I know a lot of the shows kind of went downhill after, like, first or the first or second season, I heard. Or, like, second season, I guess. But, um, I don't know. It's still a shame. Like, a lot of people like these shows, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know how Punisher Season 2 ended, but I felt like it was good as, like, a standalone one season sort of thing. But I've, I have been liking Season 2 a bit. I haven't watched it in a while, but... Um, yeah, it does suck that now we won't have John Bernthal as the Punisher, which honestly killed it as that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for Jessica Jones, uh, season two is definitely subpar, so I, I have no idea on how they're going to like bring it back to how good it was in season one. Um, but it might not even reach that point just because I think no one really expected, you know, these shows, Daredevil and Jessica Jones respectively to be so good. And that's why they are so good because they're actually good shows. But, um... Yeah, hopefully they don't leave us on a cliffhanger for season three because I know Daredevil season three left us on a cliffhanger, but that was before like they, I think they didn't know everything was gonna get canceled. So, but hopefully now you know it all wraps up. Exactly. Yeah. Again, it sucks, but 
We just gotta see what Disney does with like these IPs, I guess, if they wanna like do other shows like this. Probably not. That's why they canceled them. <laughs> like they don't want like edgy well not edgy, but like, you know, more adult shows, I guess. So Yeah. But who knows? Uh PS Vita production ends in Japan. So I think it's this dead. is Yeah. <laughs> it's just step one of Sony trying to be like, Yeah, the Vita's done. Uh, they pretty much forfeit to Nintendo as like the handheld gaming market along with mobile devices. It's really hard to compete these days in like the mo- in the uh, uh, mobile or like handheld space of gaming, I feel. Exactly. I mean, Nintendo always been pretty popular. I mean, obviously mobile is like a different league. Like that's like, you know, yeah. everyone has a phone basically. But uh, in terms of like gaming consoles, Nintendo has usually been ahead of Sony. Like even with the PSP, like... I think more people have DSs than PSPs. So, um, yeah, I mean, and it's sad when the Vita is, like, ending production in Japan because that was probably the place where it was the most popular was Japan. But yes. I guess people have been moving on to the Switch now because they love portable gaming over there in Japan, I guess. So, uh, yeah, there you go. The Vita is finally done. You know, I guess the Switch is taking this place. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty sad. Uh, my brother has a Vita, and, like, the really only thing he used it for was Persona 4, and that's it. <laughs> there was like nothing else on that console besides like like I think an Uncharted game that was alright and like some other games that were okay yeah. but it wasn't a whole lot they basically stopped supporting that thing after like two years so to be honest I've been like for the past I would say like three months I've been thinking about like buying a Vita and like doing a video on it like buying yeah. a Vita in 2019 and just I don't know having like a month's worth of experience on it and then like you know doing a video on it so I, I'm probably still gonna do that but you know, um, I think a lot of what the Vita failed on was the fact that it was so expensive from the start, along with like the memory cards and all this other thing. Yeah. So I think really Sony like shot themselves in the foot in that regard. But I know why they did the whole memory card thing was to prevent from like you know like the ROMs and all this other you know nonsense that was going on with the PSP. They didn't but want I, that to happen again. At that point, the PSP was just a really good emulation machine. Yeah. I, mean, I guess they didn't <laughs> want that, but it, that was probably like one of the biggest points to the PSP was that I could do that. But um, I don't know. I feel like if they just kept supporting it, it probably could have done better. But I feel like Sony just gave up on it like really fast. So they just stopped. Yeah. That was when the 3DS was really starting to get good because the 3DS when it first launched wasn't that great. But after like 2013, like it started getting really good. So the Vita just kind of fell on the wayside there. So yeah, yeah. It, it's sad, but like it, it's an interesting console. But it's just it just didn't get enough support and it's just dead now. So <laughs> unfortunately. All right. So even more sad news. Uh, Reggie has retired from uh, being the president of Nintendo of America, and now Doug Bowser is going to replace him. You know that. that all right, first of all, that's an amazing name. Like if your name is Bowser, <laughs> you know you were born for this. But it is sad to see Reggie go. Um, you know he seems like there's no like bad blood or anything. Like you know he just left because you know he's ready to like retire and like do other things i guess mm-hmm. so uh yeah i mean i'm happy that he's leaving all healthy and stuff like that and happy but it's still sad to see him go you know he, he is a pretty big face for nintendo and now he's gone so yeah that that kind of sucks we won't see him at e3 or anything like that yeah um i'm just curious if like he'll keep like this social media persona going or uh, just like go ghost and just like do his own thing i'm, I'm guessing he, he's probably gonna go ghost probably like I, don't, yeah. I think I think he might show up like at conventions maybe, but just as like a person, like maybe he just shows up every now and then. But he won't mm-hmm. be like you know you know obviously he won't be in part of the business anymore. But uh, 
I don't know. It's hard to say. I think I think he'll like stick around and like do things with people. I guess, but uh, I mean, it'd be cool to see him at like the treehouse and things like that. Maybe he could show up every now and then, and, like like play a new game at the treehouse events and things like that. But uh, yeah, I guess I mean it's basically over for him as the face of uh, Nintendo of America. Um, and that's sad, you know. Like you know, we've seen him since like the Wii, I guess, or I guess late GameCube. I think yeah, it was like fifteen I think, years. I think so. late GameCube. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he's been around for a very long time. And, you know, it was a bunch of memes. You know, he's a very memeable man, very likable. So, yeah. Uh, I think about him, the Wii U probably would have done... Wor- like, people would have seen Nintendo as worse. Because the Wii U was a really bad time. But I-, I feel like his presence in some directs made it like, oh, like, oh, that was funny. Or that was, like, you know, that was good. Like, the 2015 direct would have been really bad if he wasn't. Like, they didn't do, like... The whole puppet skit, I guess, like you know, because like, <laughs> it was a pretty bad direct with like no games, but like I don't know, they made it funny. So yeah, it's gonna be sad to see him leave. Yeah, he's definitely like been the face of of Nintendo for a while, mm-hmm. so it is definitely gonna be hard for some people to move on. Uh, personally, you know, I understand he's been doing this job for a very, very long time, so uh, him wanting to step down as president is, you know, a good idea, um, and you know. Uh, Doug Bowser I think the first picture that you know he was like thanks for the warm welcome there was like a uh, like two Mario and Luigi plushies just like tied up in the background yeah so. no, I think <laughs> it'll be good it'll be fine yeah I think uh, everyone at at Nintendo has some sort of sense of humor in it and that carries on from Reggie so mm-hmm. very very nice to you know un- unfortunate that you know he is moving on but I'm glad that hopefully Doug Bowser does uh, a good job as president, if not better than Reggie. Yeah, I mean, me too. I'm, I'm just excited to see what he could bring for E3 because I guess that's going to be his first big appearance. So, mm-hmm. okay, we got Pokemon Detective Pikachu trailer number two. Uh, Ryan Reynolds says, "Get me the hell out of here." Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's getting <laughs> a little edgy now. This Pikachu said, "Hell, we can't." What is this? <laughs> um, all right, so the Pokemon in this are very disgusting but <laughs> i think that's the point i mean that's they're, they're like they're literally called you know pocket monsters you know they're supposed mm-hmm. to be like horrifying little things so i mean this is probably what it would look like in real life uh and it's terrifying but i, I do like it and it seems like a lot of people are in the same way like they just look at ludicolo like a apom just looks like horrifying he's like a rabid monkey i'm like what is this <laughs> <laughs> same thing with mewtwo mewtwo looks way too real i'm like what <laughs> it's just it's so weird dude but i like it um i also love that they aren't restricting themselves to gen one and i love that because i yeah. thought for sure they were just going to use gen one pokemon and bank on nostalgia but it seems like they really care about the property in this movie where they're just using a bunch of different pokemon and like like you know the Pokemon fit like you know the officers have Growlifts and stuff like that like they did in like the show and like oh that's sick but it seems like yeah. they really do care about the property and I think that's why this movie is going to be pretty good also uh, just because it's like a little not like too kid friendly it looks like it's going to have a little edge to it which I also think is going to be good since I think most of the people that are going to watch this are you know they're going to be kids watching it but there's going to be a lot of like 20 year olds <laughs> watching this so. <laughs> so I think it's, it's, it's smarter than to go for that angle so I, I'm looking forward to it to be honest yeah um one thing that i'm really surprised by is ryan reynolds performance as pikachu mm-hmm. like you know when we first saw the headline ryan reynolds as pikachu we both are just like wait what the hell <laughs> but 
now that we see him in like action i am i'm down i mean <laughs> i know? love it because he's just talking like it's just ryan reynolds talking but he's a pikachu and it's really good. yes <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it a lot <laughs> i'm definitely looking forward to this movie now i can say that um just because you know it is a pokemon property but at the same time you know seeing exactly how they did the cgi and all these different pokemon on screen is definitely gonna be very very fun so exactly yeah i'm looking forward to it all right so now we got we got some news we got we got the <laughs> evo lineup and people aren't very yes. happy about this evo lineup because right. <laughs> yeah so let's just list the games out first okay right. Hold up. <laughs> then we'll get to the discussion bits okay so it is street fighter 5 tekken 7 Blast Blue Cross Tag Battle, Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Calibur Six, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Samurai Showdown, which I believe isn't even out yet, uh, and Undernight in Birth, and then there's like a weird subtitle. Yes. So, um, all right, so people are mad because obviously that I listed the games here. You can see that there is no melee. Melee is gone. Melee is no is not here anymore. <laughs> so people are uh, upset like a lot. And because, yeah. okay, I, I'm of two minds about it because I think it was a little unfair that Smash did get two spots and it did take a like a spot away from like a new fighting game that wants to like establish itself. As I'm sure mm-hmm. Smash players also felt that, you know, pressure when Melee was trying to get into Evo like a long time ago from 2013. Um, but it's also like you can't really just say, oh, you got Ultimate, so just play Ultimate because, you know, Ultimate and Melee are really different. You know, there are yes. very different games with different people playing it. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It, it's hard to say. Like, like, I can't really say. Like, I'm not happy that it's gone. But, I mean, I guess I'm happy that newer games are getting the chance that Melee also had. Like, you know, it's only fair. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I feel like just people being, like, su- like, it's okay to be sad about it. But I feel like if you're just going to throw a fit on Twitter, it's just kind of immature. Because it's like... You know, like, they give you the chance for Melee, and it's stuck around for a very long time. But now mm-hmm. it's time for other games to really take that spot, you know? But it's still sad to see it gone. Like, I'm not really happy about it, but, like, I, I think it's fair. Meanwhile, Marvel fans are still crying. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, but Infinite wasn't good, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Fair point. Uh, so my mindset behind this is that, like, all right, so two Smash games, obviously, it sucks that, you know, it's taking two spots, but those two games are relatively extremely different, mm-hmm. you know, like Melee has been around for a very, very long time and it's established its, you know, stories and, uh, you know, players and all this other stuff along with Ultimate. Ultimate has been doing that since like Smash 4 and then transition into this new game. Um, and one thing that I saw was that like a lot of like initial reactions from Melee players was like, wait, what the hell? You know, mm-hmm. like, why is it not at Evo? This and that. Um, but I know that for like a while now, the Evo like setup for the the tournament, the fact that it's all best of three until the finals really hurt Melee in some regards, just because the game is so like volatile between matches. So, you know, people for a while have been saying that we don't need Evo. And to be honest, they kind of don't because there's a lot of Smash Brothers dedicated tournaments happening throughout this year alone. Mm -hmm. And Melee is a part of it. So... You know, it does suck that it's not part of the most prestigious fighting game tournament uh, this year, but it could still possibly come back. But I know that they did like a whole like sort of like funeral video is what Mango called it for like Melee. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
I don't know if if it's ever going to come back, but I can understand why people are are upset. But as for me, you know, it sucks because when I watch Evo, it's mainly about the Smash games, you know, because mm-hmm. that's just what I like. Um, I do watch Fighter Z. I will watch the uh, top eight or whatever, but. Um, I know that Melee brings in a lot of viewers every year. So, like, that's what I'm interested in seeing is is how much adding these new games to try to, you know, get them started, quote-unquote, is going to affect the viewership for EVO. You know? Yeah. Um, another thing I read was uh, the setup for Melee was also really, like, annoying and time-consuming and it costs money because uh, they had to get either Wii's or GameCubes, which aren't made anymore, and those had to get a bunch of CRTs also because, you know, Melee players prefer that. So I mm-hmm. heard it was just like a big cost to like the convention. It's like really annoying to set up, and they just didn't want to deal with that. So I guess they were do like kind of like took in the cost of like losing losing that viewership and like for the cost of setting up the melee tournament. I guess that that's mm-hmm. what I've been reading too, and it makes sense because like you know melee is a different. It's a game from like a few generations ago where you're using CRTs yes. and GameCubes <laughs> and Wii's. So mm-hmm. uh, I can understand how that could be really annoying to really set up and i we already know that the mr wizard or whatever his name is the guy who you know makes evo who sets it up doesn't really like smash in general so so it kind of makes sense why he has the bias of like getting one out of there already so um yeah I, again i i'm not that happy either because i also basically only watch the smash tournaments you know i watch the melee and the ultimate one mm-hmm. uh, i probably watch dragon fighter z uh, dragon fighter dragon ball fighter z <laughs> and probably so caliber because i actually really like so caliber six but um okay uh yeah i don't know like it i feel like people shouldn't be too too mad about it though because again like people were saying we don't really need evo in terms of like melee because melee is already established and like people are going to watch all the big majors about it anyway so i feel like using evo kind of hurts but it shouldn't really hurt too too much and i don't think melee is dead either like still going to stick around forever so uh, i feel like people are like you know getting too doom and gloom about it like it'll be fine um but yeah it's I, I can understand how people wouldn't like it though. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. It's but yeah, it's definitely a very wishy-washy situation. I would say. I, uh, I would say that also that we would just have to wait until um, Evo happens and then see on how it affects you know viewership and all this other stuff. Because I feel like it's going to take a huge hit, mm-hmm. honestly. So but. I think it will too. But also think like melee players should be a little respectful about it. Like you know, yeah. You, like I don't want to see in chat like every game is gonna be like where's melee like because it's gonna make the melee community look real bad and if i really don't really have the best reputation so like i wouldn't like i don't know i hope they just everyone just behave themselves because like it, like i don't know we, we just have to wait and see until evo comes out but again yeah, it's, it's definitely it's a, not gonna happen <laughs> yeah i, I know <laughs> it, it's a big jet. it's a big bummer though for sure mm-hmm. uh and then last but not least we got the pokemon direct that was a seven minute direct Mm-hmm. And those seven minutes went by pretty fast because they literally just announced Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, the newest in the series, along with the starters. So I know you got some things to say, Damon, so I'll let you go. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I mean, I watched the trailer and I watched the like starter trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually watch the like direct because I didn't know where to see it. <laughs> or, and I was in school at the time, but I did you know, see the, the main trailer, which is the only thing that really matters. So... Uh, I mean, I went into this not really having too high expectations that Game Freak would even try anything new. I'm like, okay, it's probably going to be the same exact thing. I'm not going to try to be that disappointed because I know that it's going to just be like Sun and Moon, but on a console. 
And that's basically what it is. But I still can't help but be disappointed because I'm like, if you were going to do, if there was any time to really change up the formula and like make it like more open worldy and like stuff like that, not so restrictive, you could do that. This is your time since this is your first really big major core Pokemon game on a console. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it didn't do it. <laughs> it's basically the same exact thing. It's sun and moon, you know, fixed camera angles, basically. Uh, the, the towns are bigger, I guess, but, like, you still got random encounters and linear routes. And, it's, it's, you know, it's the same exact thing. And, I don't know, it's, it's like, X and Y was sort of the, the point where I was just like, man, this is, like, just the same. Sun and moon did a really good job, I feel, of... It, while it was the same exact formula, like, you know, trials, basically gyms or whatever... At least it tried some new stuff and things, and it did felt very refreshing to play that game, and I really like Sun and Moon. But with this game, I feel like just going back to gyms, champion, evil team, like, you know, routes and stuff like that. And I was really expecting just a little bit more. It just feels, like, not ambitious at all. It just feels like, here it is, he's Pokemon on Switch, but it's not, like, that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But again, I, I wasn't really expecting, like, Breath of the Wild, but I was expecting just a little bit more than just <laughs> the same exact thing. Like, we don't even have, like... I think the one of the cool things about Let's Go was the, the fact that you could see Pokemon in the overworld, and that's not even in this game. We're back to random encounters. And the thing that really annoys me is the fact that they didn't even change the Pokemon animations when they're battling. Like, it still looks super lazy where, like, Pikachu's model just flips flips his tail and then, like, you know, the fence goes down. Like, there's no, like, actual animations when they fight or anything like that. I don't know. It's just like, I felt like it could have done way more than what they, they're doing right now. But I, I, I really can't be angry about it because I, I expected this to happen. And I can't really, like, be angry about something that's not, like, wasn't even happening. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I. I yeah, know. yeah. You can't be mad at, like, your own expectations failing you. you exactly. Know? So I'm just going to look at it how it is. And for what it is, it does look good. Um, I really like the theme of the region being, like, more UK. Um, and stuff like that. Like I do like the theme of it. Um, uh, I do like the starters for the most part. I, I don't really like the, the fire bunny that much. I know people love it. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, uh, the monkey looks fine. I, I really like Sobble or whatever his name is. I, yes, I do Sobble. like that one. Um, that's probably the one I'm going to be picking. But uh, I don't know. Overall, it didn't leave that much of an impression on me. Like I was very unimpressed by it. I was just like, okay, it's another Pokemon game. But I'm still like I'm still excited, but like you know, after playing like basically every Pokemon game ever, like it, it does get a little, you know, tiresome, <laughs> tiring. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know some people uh, feel the same way. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my impressions of this, uh, as a person who hasn't played a Pokemon game since X and Y, just because X and Y like really left a stain in my or left a bad taste in my mouth, I guess. Yeah. Um. You know, this is definitely very exciting. Uh, the fact that now we're moving to a quote-unquote home console for the main series Pokemon game is very, very cool. Um, and, I mean, what people, like, were expecting for, like, the whole, you know, it to be much more ambitious, uh, I, I definitely understand that because, you know, when you're doing the same formula over and over again, you kind of need to mix things up eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but to those people that were expecting, like, Breath of the Wild levels are crazy and nuts yeah um but the starters uh i definitely like them um i don't think i really hate them by any means uh we're definitely gonna have to see the evolutions because i yes. know <laughs> a lot of people really turned their heads uh with the Froakie. x and y starters yeah, yeah they were like yo froki looks so bad and then the evolutions came out they're like you know what froki doesn't look so bad <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i'm team fucking zombie <laughs> exactly so um but yeah um I'm just I'm 
I literally just have to go and wait until the game comes out and hopefully I'll play it and see exactly how I like it because you know it's been a while since I've dived into Pokemon and I think this is my time to return so very, yeah, I mean, very uh, exciting a lot of people having that because uh, the switch is like super popular so I feel like a lot more people are going to jump onto this and it's like a, a lot of Pokemon hype again because of you know uh, Pokemon Let's Go, the movie, and all this. So, uh, I mean, that's good. And I know at the end of Direct, uh, I didn't watch it, but apparently the, the dude directing the game is like, we want to try new stuff with this. So I'm like, hopefully that means what it means, you know, like just new stuff in general, but we got to wait and see. So, um, yeah, right now we just got to wait. They're going to drip feed information like we do with every Pokemon hype cycle, which is just like, here's a new Pokemon, and he's like a gym leader or whatever. So we just got to wait and see for that. But overall, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm decently hyped, <laughs> not that much. <laughs> All right, uh, so now let's dive into recent activities. Uh, I'll start first because you had that long rant. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> nah, 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 sorry, man. Passionate about uh, Pokemon. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, we got League of Legends. Uh, I actually so last time I talked, I was like D four. I climbed all the way to like D1, 100 mm-hmm. LP, and I was one game away from Masters, and then I dropped Damn. down no. back <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> uh, no, 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 I get back up, don't worry about it, uh, I dropped back down to uh, D2, and then like I took like a break, I like read some comics, and like, you know, like I actually like reset my mental, mm-hmm. and then later that night, I like won five games in a row to get back into D1, oh, so I cool. was like, all right. That's nice. Going back to bed. <laughs> and uh, yesterday, it was like all like back and forth and shit. Um, a lot of like the problems with rank isn't the ranking positions. It mainly has to do with them messing up the MMR in the beginning of the season. So like I mentioned last episode, gaining 30, then m- losing like 13 or something. That was happening with a lot of like D50 LP players last season. And now some of those players that are even lower, like Platt, are like sitting up in like Challenger, Master tier. And like now they're facing the repercussions of, of just dropping like a rock you know right. and like i'm having to play with some of those players that were you know not doing so hot last season and it really affects my game and also you know the enemy team's game cuz you know they don't get as much of a challenge in terms of climbing so some of them could be you know still sitting at the same level they were last season but they're sitting at a much higher ranking now mm-hmm. for me personally i believe i am a much more consistent player but obviously I don't necessarily 100% know that, you know, because of right really messing up the MMR in the beginning of the season. So, you know, everyone's saying reset rank, do this, do that. I definitely agree with that just because I feel like this, like this first like split of the uh, rank season is feeling really like everywhere in my opinion. So I have no idea exactly what they're going to do, but um, right now I'm kind of just, you know, spamming thresh. Um, I used to hate Relic Shield, but now I understand why Relic Shield's, you know, better because, you know, he's a little bit more tanky, this and that. But, um, yeah, uh, positional rank isn't necessarily the issue. It's mainly Riot messing up the MMR in the beginning of the season, I feel. But maybe someone will tell me wrong or whatever. Um, but there's that. I played more Resident Evil 2 off stream. Um, I am really bad at managing bullets and managing <laughs> in, in general. So like where I ended off, I was, I'm literally sitting at like three HP and like a couple bullets <laughs> Nice. <laughs> because, 
because I ran into these stupid dogs and like I have like no ammo so I was just like alright I gotta like run past these guys and like they're all just jumping me at the same time and I'm just like dude I'm taking so much damage so um but yeah that game is still like super duper fun just despite me being really terrible at Resident Evil 2 I'm still having like a pretty good time with it yeah no, uh, I heard looks yeah. super good <laughs> uh Melbourne's World uh, that is the game that I received code for, and I did a live stream of it, of it, and I also did a review of it. So the review should be out if you are listening to this on YouTube, but if not, uh, it'll be out uh, March 2nd, 9 a.m. EST. So there's that. That game is definitely much more dedicated to younger children. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like me, Jeffrey, and Louie, and we're, we're both, or all of us, are just like a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. So we're kind of just like, uh, it's kind of whatever. But, you know, it's not like a terrible game by any means, yeah. in my opinion. Anyway, I mean, It's like a, like a Kirby game, right? Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, it's not probably not going to, like, challenge, like, a bunch of people. Like, if we were to play Star Allies altogether, it would probably be like that, too. It's just like... This game's very easy. <laughs> it makes it easier with, like, four people, so. Yeah. It's just that, you know, communication and all that other stuff, teamwork. Yeah. The basic things. <laughs> uh, then I watched some movies. I saw Alita Battle Angel. That movie is actually really good. I was thoroughly surprised by it. The action scenes were really well done. And I was, once again, surprised by that aspect just because I was just like, ah, you know, this is going to be like some weird like anime into movie sort of thing. But it's actually like pretty good. Um, and I hope it does well because I do want a sequel from it just because of how it ended. So um, I definitely want to see more of Alita in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I saw Lego Movie Part 2. I feel like this one really went under the radar because they've been pumping out so many Lego movies over these past couple of years. You had yeah. uh, the Lego Batman one, which was pretty good. And then you also had the Lego Ninjago. Ninjago so now with this yeah. whole like generic like Lego Movie Part 2 how do you one up what you just did with the ips you know so uh i believe it's underperforming right now which really sucks because it is like a pretty good movie it's not as good as the first one i would say uh but it's still like a enjoyable movie to watch and i really enjoyed it uh some of some of the jokes landed some of them didn't you know that's just how it works but there's that and then i watched sex education on netflix uh definitely watch this if you're 18 plus please don't watch this if you're younger than that because there will be genital parts and things of that that's how they learn (laughs) oh god but you know uh if you think you can handle it you can handle it but i'm not telling you that you should watch it uh recommendation 18 plus please i don't want parents emailing me or something stupid but sex education is definitely a very good show on netflix highly recommended to those that are uh age appropriate so there's that (laughs) Alrighty, so for me, I played through the rest of the DMC games. I uh, played 2, 3, and I'm almost done with 4. Like, I only need 5 more missions with it. And, yeah, what everyone said about 2 was right. 2 is bad. <laughs> 2 is not a good game. Um, but it's not bad in the way that it's, like, frustrating. Like, it's not hard or anything. It's just very boring. It's only, like, 3 hours. You, you could just shoot everything. You don't even have to use your sword. Like, you just, like, shoot every boss you could just stand in the back shoot them and then they do dumb crap and then they die like it is absurdly not good the story makes no sense like there's no narrative flow to it things just happen and it's over there's no even there's not even credits when you beat the game it's hilarious like it's just like no one wanted anything to do with that game it's it's, it's pretty good 
Um, but then they really turned it around. This is when DMC gets super good. Like one one was pretty good, but it was very dated. Like you could you could tell. You know, there's a lot of elements that felt like Resident Evil in it, but it was still a pretty good game. Uh, two was bad, and three and four are like amazing. I, I love them a lot, and this is really where the series gets like the identity. Um, like three is just it's it's crazy. Like the story is like all crazy. Uh, you got a bunch of new combos. You got a bunch of interesting weapons and guns and things like that. Different abilities. The level design is very like not linear. Like you're not just going down the thing. Like there's a bunch of puzzles and um, stuff like that. The bosses are very interesting and fun. Like um, like they're they're just like some of the best bosses I've fought in a while. Like they're really fun. Uh, basically, like everything I wanted from like sorry these like character action games are in this one and. It was just great. I, I love DMC 3. And then they make it even better with DMC 4, where I think the story's a little weaker. Like, it's not as crazy and takes itself a little more serious, which I feel like is not really the direction the series should go to. It should be a little silly, but uh, whatever. The, the combat itself is, like, amazing. It's, like, I thought 3's combat was very good. Like, 4 just makes it even quicker and even better. Like, I, I love it. Um, I probably put it up there with Bayonetta 2 in terms of, like, combat, like, how it feels. Like, DMC 4 is just feels so good to play. I love it. Um, again, I think the level design is a little weaker in this one. I, I heard DMC four was rushed, so it, it doesn't have as much polish as three. Like it doesn't, it definitely does not have the same amount of bosses. It maybe has like it repeats like three of them, and there's only like maybe like an additional like three more. So there's only like really six bosses, while DMC three had like a bunch. Uh, and the level design is pretty bland. Like it's kind of you just go down some th- uh, corridors and like do a puzzle here and there. But the combat just it just so it's so good. I love it. Um, overall, I, I love this series, and I can't wait for five, and I'm really happy I ended up playing them, since there were a series I wanted to play for a while. So if you're interested, they're, they're available on PS4. You can get the uh, HD collection on PS4, and you can also just get DMC4 also on PS4. So yeah, they're very good games. I highly recommend them, especially if you like uh, Bayonetta. They're, they're extremely good. Uh, and besides that, I've been playing more Warframe. Uh, a new update came out, which basically added like a battle pass type thing to it. Which, if you're mil- if you're familiar with Fortnite, you know it does the whole battle pass thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, but except in this game, you don't have to pay for it. You know, it's, it's a free game. You don't even have to pay for the battle pass. You just do it. And I'm like, hey, that's sick. And it basically works like Fortnite. You get challenges, you do them, and you get like cosmetic stuff. And I think that's sick. You know, it adds a whole new thing to do in Warframe, so if you don't know what to do, you just do, like, some of these challenges and do your weeklies or whatever, and then there you go. And I think it's very cool that you don't even have to pay for it, so that's sick. Uh, Warframe is great, and you should play it. <laughs> I love it a lot. Uh, it's basically, like, everything you should do with a looter shooter uh, anthem, you know, take notes here, because, you know, you kind of suck right now, anthem. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's about it. That's all I've been really doing. Alright, so I think that is the end of the show. Is there anything else you would like to add? Good, sir. Uh, no, that's it. Okay, so that is it for the Travis and Damien podcast, episode 5. We will see you guys two weeks from now with the next episode. See ya.